Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Now this might happen to you. Happened to me the other day. I'm in, in, why are you making all the faces today? I'm in the kitchen and I need to pack for a trip. It's funny because you said this happened the other day. It happens like every day. No, I don't travel every <laughs> okay. day. Just but kidding. I'm in the kitchen. I know I need to pack for a trip. So I walk into the bedroom to get my suitcase and start the process. I get into the bedroom. I stand there and I think, hmm, why am I here? And you're never any help. And I'm afraid to say anything because it can be embarrassing. It can be worrisome for Take both of it us. Back. I'm what do you always mean? Always helpful. Yeah. Well, anyway. At almost every dinner party, when you're like, "Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's the guy?" And I have to tell you the guy's name. All right. Anyway, it does happen to me too, though. Oh, it does. It oh, does. you're not perfect then. No, okay. no. Sometimes when I go to the grocery store, I I have a mantra like I need four things, and I, you know, I'm I'm in my head all the way over, and then I get a phone call or two, and then I stop at a red light, or my favorite song comes on, and I get there and I forget at least one of them. Yeah. I know it. And happens. then I have to go back to cover for you. So, <laughs> what's really going on here? Well, we read this great book. It's called Successful Aging. A Neuroscientist Explores the Power and Potential of Our Lives. And the author, Daniel Levitin, gives us new insight to what could be going on. We found it really intriguing we when we read this book. We did. And what we're going to share with you today is what we found out that happens and why it happens when you misplace a thought here right. or there. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk to you today about the difference between long-term and short-term memory. And then we're going to give you six tips or solutions that you can use to get better at retaining your memories and for some brain development. Brain development and growth. Yeah, it's really important. So the examples we gave, Mark Packing or me going to the grocery store, they're all short-term memory examples. And in his research, Levitin explains how short-term memory can easily be disrupted or disturbed. You know, he goes on to say that it depends on how actively you are paying attention to that next item in your to-do file that's actually in your brain. Yeah, and that that's tough for all of us. I, I know it's tough for me. If you don't write it down or whatever, and you're trying to rely upon your memory, it just gets lost up I there. mean, it's kind of like my trip to the grocery store, right? right. So I had my four items. I was mantraing on my four items. And then my phone calls, my favorite songs, the red lights, that was the disruption. And I lost one of the items. But here's something that I think might be helpful to all of us. So in his book, he's been a professor his entire career. And he cites plenty of examples of 20-year-olds who walk into the wrong classroom. Or they show up for an exam without the number two pencil that you need. 
or they forget something he said two minutes before. So 20-year-olds have the same issue with short-term memory as 65-year-olds. But the difference really is the 20-year-old versus the 60-year-old, right? The 20-year-olds aren't thinking, oh dear, this must be dementia. <laughs> no, no. They're thinking, I need more than four hours of sleep. Or I need to party less. Or I just may have way too much on my plate right now. Yeah. And to get serious for a minute, my mom passed away from um, Alzheimer's at the age of 80. So we definitely understand that there are memory impairments and they're real. But it doesn't mean that every time I forget someone's name, I have early onset of dementia, does right. it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But let's talk for a minute about long-term memory. You know, I love your story when you used to go uh, lobster trapping. I don't even know what it's called. Trapping. Lobster trapping? Yeah, we used to trap oh, lobsters. Lo <laughs> lobster pot collecting? Yeah. Well, I don't there was know. a lobster pot involved, but when I but was But you went with your dad. When I was very young, I was in grammar school. My dad bought a boat and he bought 15 lobster pots in Long Island Sound off of New York. He used to wake me up before school at 5 a.m. He used to drag me down there. It was cold. It was awful. I wasn't really drinking coffee yet, but I I remember clearly being on the boat, being cold, being wet being tired. Sounds wonderful. I remember <laughs> heading out of the harbor. I can smell the water. I remember we went right to buoy 42. Then we made a left. We went for about five minutes and we grabbed the first buoy as we navigated close, pulled it up, opened up the trap, took the lobsters out, put bait in it and put it back. I could go on for an hour, but I have such vivid, clear memories of this time of my life. And it was 55 years ago. So how come when I go from the kitchen to the bedroom, do I forget what the heck happened? You know, it's interesting, though, because that story touched all of your senses. It did. Which is which is an interesting may, part of well, memory, may, right? Yeah, when I'm in the kitchen going to the bedroom, was only one sense. My feet were moving me one to the other. You know, um, there's a lot you of things. You didn't think that was funny? I didn't. Okay. There's a lot of things that um, I can remember. Certainly as a mom, you remember the birth of all of your, all of your children. You remember the day, the the minute, the, you know, how they smelled, how they felt, how they cooed. I, I mean, I could go on forever about things like that. And then you also have memories. You know, I have college memories when I was playing lacrosse. You know, when I took a stick across the face and, you know, broke my cheekbone and lost my, my nose went off the side of my face. And I was quite the look at the senior prom with a cast, they put it back cast where, where on it's my supposed face. To be. But, you know, you remember these long-term memories vividly. And it's, it's an interesting uh, dichotomy between that and your short-term kind of quick memory loss. Don't forget to stay to the end as well for our six tips on how we handle this as a couple. You know... Um, you need to be clear on what's going on with your memory. There are some warning signs that maybe you should see your doctor and have a conversation about. You know, there's a big difference between you can't, where you can't remember where your keys are versus you can't remember how to drive a car. Yeah, and that, that's and that was really pointed out in this article that we read by Levitin. Yes, yeah, so you lose your car keys all the time, don't you? Well, you usually have them. Or is that them. me? <laughs> 
but I think that's important. That just because you lost your car keys is not really a panic thing. But if you go to get in the car and you're not really sure what to do, you do want to pay attention to that. You know, and there's a difference between searching for your words, you know, calling somebody by the wrong name versus calling your desktop your stove. Yeah, that's You know, like major things like that. So let's examine why older people fumble with their words and names. And I think this might resonate with you. First, there is generalized cognitive slowing with age. It just happens. But given a little more time, older adults perform just fine. So the other thing is, the second thing, older adults like us have to search through more memories than younger adults to find something, right? We've been around a long time. We've had a lot more experiences. So it's not that you can't remember It's just that you need to search through more information to come up with the name or whatever it is you're trying to think of. So, you know, go easy on yourself. Take it a little, you take a little bit more time and go a little bit more easy on yourself. And sometimes it's okay just to ask somebody, give me a minute, you know, give me a little more time. So let's jump into the six tips that we discovered, and we use this ourselves now, to help keep your mind active and your memory intact, because it is a muscle you need to exercise. All right, so there's six of them. The first thing is change things up routines, make a change in your routine, make a change in your environment, change or add some hobbies. This will actually stimulate your brain activity. Second thing is learning, straight up learning, reading books, take a language. Um, There's great brain exercises, crossword puzzles, and this new thing you just started with friends, Wordle. So there's a lot of ways to- Why did you start it? I'm not good at word games. There's a great, you know, learning is really important. You know, the third one is a little bit more serious. Check with your doctor on the side effects of any and all the medications you're taking. Most prescriptions list cognitive impairment as a side effect. And sometimes we just blaze right through that. So check, check with your medications. The fourth is exercise. Exercise is going to definitely stimulate brain health and get good blood supply to the brain to keep it healthy. So it's really important to exercise. You know, and the next piece of that, number five, would be mindfulness. You know, a quiet mind is a healthy mind. You know, it gets, you know, you can lose anxiety and depression. You know, really work on your brain health and what they call, you know, kind of that gray space in your brain. And the sixth one of the last one we wanted to talk about is sleep. And we are, we both have aura rings and we love them. And it keeps track of our quality of sleep, how long, deep sleep, um, REM sleep. So having too much sleep or too little is going to affect your brain for sure. These six tips should really help you with your short-term memory recall. And, you know, while there can be signs of onset memory loss, it's not always tied to something more serious. It's a good idea to check with your doctor, but it's not always tied. So give yourself a break. It's not always going to be the the, the doom and the gloom. And if you get the all clear sign, don't fret so much when you can't recall a name. Don't be hard on your husband (laughs) if he can't find your car keys or he forgets something. Just Hmm. give him a little more time. That's interesting. So cut yourself some slack. Cut me some slack. Cut Mark some slack. Listen, if you enjoyed this, please share it with friends and also subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below. And lastly, don't forget to join our free Facebook community. The link is in the notes below. We really would love to have you in there. And thank you guys for listening and we look forward to being with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. 
We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this retirement transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube, where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.